Welcome back, everyone. It is episode 111 of Murphy's Law, the first episode since post-San Diego Comic-Con in July. This is Charles Murphy, hanging out with Charles Villanueva. I didn't say as always because we haven't hung out in so long. I forgot what he looked like. Uh, we are we're going to take some time today to try to catch up on, on quite a bit. Um, it has been two full months and almost three full months since the last time we recorded. We have not ever uh, publicly talked about She-Hulk, Werewolf by Night, uh, any of the big casting news like Harrison Ford or anything that came out of D23 where I was in attendance. Uh, but, but we decided that uh, we would get together today and see what we could come up with in terms of catching up on the big news of the last three months. And that sounds like a, a pretty big deal. So um, I don't know. I, the, the, the first and foremost thing to me, we were just talking about this, is how uninteresting uh, the prospect of a Vision Quest series sounds to both of us. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like, I guess we talked about this before we recorded, right? We're, we're at a point in our fandom where, I, I guess we never thought this would ever happen, but we're kind of like over a lot of stuff that, that gets announced. Um, even stuff that, you know, 10 years ago, we, we would be super fucking excited about. Now it's kind of like, I woke up this morning, I saw the Vision Quest news, I'm kind of like, oh, okay, did this break the other day? Wasn't this news like yesterday? Why is this like fucking, why is Deadline reporting on this? And I guess it's a thing. And it doesn't sound exciting. Um, I don't know. I don't, I, part of that is also because we don't know what exactly they're doing. And part of that is also because I can't imagine how this could be exciting uh, in a way that, that can sustain like a six-episode series because it is a series. It's not like a sort of the... It's not like the you know the rumored you know the rumored plans to make more one-off specials. If it was like a Vision Quest one-hour sort of thing, I'd be like, okay, they might have they could they could they could do something cool with Grim Reaper or maybe have some sort of tie-in with Wonder Man and some shit like that. But as a fucking full-on six-episode show, I have no fucking clue what's gonna happen. No, I, it it's uh. I guess it gives a chance to recreate Vision in a more comic accurate way to to tie him into Simon Williams since we know Wonder Man's coming. There are some some things there that I, I guess they could tie into. Um, and I, I do love Paul Bettany. And you think back to WandaVision and, and he and, and Lizzie Olsen just killed it, right? They were so awesome in the roles that they portrayed. But I just don't, I guess the idea of vision wandering around trying to become a human again it's just not all that exciting to me uh if that if that is in fact what it is <clears throat> i would rather just skip to uh like a west coast avengers series and just let white vision figure his shit out in in that series um you know put hawkeye and moon knight and in vision and mockingbird and, and simon williams out in the in the west coast and let him rock and roll that sounds fun to me but yeah this is it's one that I guess I'll have to wait and see um, what we hear, what we learn before I get too fired up about it. But for now, it's just another one on the pile. Um, you know, Agatha's starting soon. Um, I get we do a lot of Q and A's on the Discord, or a lot of people to ask me questions about it. I don't even I don't care about it. I don't care to ask anybody any questions about it. Um, I'm I'm still hesitant to even want to have anything to do with covering it after the after the way uh everything went with wandavision right so it's just it's just very much another project on the pile this vision quest thing and the pile the pile of things that i look at and, and are not and i'm not super excited about is really really big and led by thunderbolts and the pile of the pile of projects that i'm excited about is really really small and i'm not even sure that some of those are safe right like Fantastic Four and Secret Wars. I, I mean, I, I am now that I know that, and I know a lot of people feel the exact opposite of this. But now that I know that Michael Waldron's writing Secret Wars, I feel a little bit better about it. I know that Loveness is writing Kang Dynasty. I feel good about it. Um, but I, it, it isn't necessarily the people who are writing it so much as the, the overall direction that the studio is taking with some of the decisions that make me a little less excited about the future. I mean, speaking of fucking Thunderbolts, I mean, the fucking Harrison Ford thing. That sounds like the most insane casting ever. Um, I, I, I spoke about it 
not on detail on Twitter, but I, I sort of gave my thoughts on Twitter how it's just such a wild fucking idea. What, what is the what is the plan here? I mean, what is the fucking thing here? What is the I don't quite understand what the what the idea here is with you know casting fucking Harrison Ford to replace William Hurt. I mean, Harrison Ford is fucking eighty. He's not young. Um, you were at D twenty three. Um, you could probably tell how how much he I guess struggled sort of getting through that stage and even sort of interacting with the with with the, with that kind of fandom. Um, but to fucking throw him into the Marvel sort of thing, it's like what is happening? Like this does not sound like a fun thing for Harrison Ford to do. Um, given his sort of uh, how verbal he was and not liking Star Wars, and that was the thing that made his career. Mm-hmm. And it's just so crazy how I don't know why they're casting him. I don't. I don't exactly know why they're getting him. Um, like he's probably. I mean, I don't want to get too fucking grim here, but he probably has like fucking ten years tops. <laughs> and he's probably filming Thunderbolts in like next year, maybe two years from now. The, the movie's not coming out until like fucking two, three years from now. I don't even know when the date is. It's so nuts how they're going to fucking do this for him. And are they going to shoot all his like Thunderbolt Ross appearances back to back so they can get get all that stuff in before he passes on? Um, If he passes on, like, does Thunderbolt Ross die also with him? Because he could have died with William Hurt. Um, I feel like that's what what they would have done anyway because we have Val to sort of replace him. I don't fucking know. Are they going to fucking CGI his dead face onto fucking Red Hulk? It's so it's such a crazy reason. I mean, part of me thinks it's, this is just like Kevin Feige's pipe dream with working with Harrison Ford, right? But mm-hmm. you could have cast him for anyone else. Cast him as fucking old cap in one movie. And that's it. Right? Like fucking... I don't know why you, you just want to recast him as a cast him as a recurring character. Yeah, and I don't. <clears throat> I I said this too. Like I'm, I love Harrison Ford. He is he is two of my all time favorite movie characters. But I see him cast in this, and I I have no excitement for it. I don't know if it's you know because I'm just in general kind of bummed out about Thunderbolts, or or if I think it's you know. They should have gone another route with who they cast as as Ross. I haven't honestly even sat to think about it. Like, I, I just know how I felt. I was like, oh, that's pretty meh for me. And you'd think that I would be excited. Like, when he came out and did Indy 5 at D23, it was awesome. He was in tears for some of that. He was struggling with emotions. And that was great. <clears throat> and I'm excited to see Indy 5. But I, and part of it might just be for me that I'm not really excited about them tying Thunderbolt Ross to the Thunderbolts. Like, I don't think that that's how that's supposed to go. Um, oh, really? No, no Zemo in the Thunderbolts is mm. is still, and we've known this for months now, is still mind-blowing to me. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 the connection with Ross sort of makes sense. I mean, as far as, like, that's what the Ultimates would have done. Yeah. That's 100%. You know, it's just an ultimate, ultim, it's, it's just an ultimatized version of the, of the, of the team. I'm just fucking, to me, I'm, I'm kind of like blown away by the, by the amount of people who just want like Thunderbolt Ross in the actual team as Red Hulk. I think yeah. that team was actual dog shit in the, in the, in the, the comics. That was quite, that is hands down the worst Thunderbolts lineup ever made. It's so fucking bad. Um, you got fucking, Agent Venom and fucking Electra and fucking Punisher and Red Hulk. And it's Red just, Leader. Red Leader. Oh, my God. It, it, it's just so bad on so many levels. And, you know, you, you see fans sort of want that kind of thing. I'm kind of like, what the fuck are you talking about? That, that's such a garbage sort of lineup. And, I mean, speaking of Thunderbolts, even, speaking of the lineup, you and I hate the lineup to begin with. Yeah. yeah. We, think it's, we think the lineup's, like, pretty, pretty one note. I mean... It, it's probably going to be super entertaining to see everyone interact, but that's just not the team I want. I mean, I think at this point, we're just sort of nitpicking. The things that are happening on screen are just not the things we want. And it's funny how, as the MCU has gone on, you and I have sort of, it could be a response to like sort of the, the growing fan base who just doesn't, who, who just don't read comics, but we're sort of gravitating towards like, oh, I wish they fucking st- stuck closer to the comic as opposed yep. to like making you know 
making Yondu a hillbilly, like we always joke about, and like, uh, or making um that that crazy battery bill high evolutionary sort of theory made up. I feel like this is something that could happen. It's you know how battery bill would not be a corporate, but instead be the horseman created by right Chuck Woody in in fucking volume three. It sucks. Yeah. No, there's there's a lot of that, <clears throat> and you know, and on the. On the opposite note, like I look at what they are doing in Black Panther and the way that they've chosen to to create recreate Namor, and I'm excited about that. I think that they made cool. they made an interesting choice, and I think that even though that strays like super far from the comics, it still keeps some of that really intense stuff that that we've seen in the recent modern comics with uh, Wakanda versus Atlantis and Namor still sounds like he's Namor. So changing yeah. the backstory there doesn't doesn't harm anything at all because you still get the same it sounds like you still get the same character right um and and i think that's fantastic but yeah some of these things like to you know we're talking about that shitty lineup of thunderbolts like most of the people who are excited about the thunderbolts movie don't even know that that was a shitty lineup of thunderbolts in the comics because they've never seen that comic you know they're just like oh bucky's in it right and we know we know how big of a of a following of, of stands that that Bucky has, and and you know that 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 group of people is going to support that movie and drive that movie, even though that lineup has what does it have? Two actual two and and, and Bucky, so three Thunderbolts on it with Elena Walker and and Bucky. Yeah. Oh no, Ghost is on it too, right? So, or or what is and what is Ghost even doing? We've not seen anything from Ghost since Ant Man in the Wasp, so I'm not even sure what. The, what the case is there but yeah it's not um that's not that's not something i look forward to right like pearson wrote black widow and there's just some some horseshit decisions in black widow you have maybe the the sleepiest and worst movie villain they've ever had um and so who's like the guy obviously can't write a villain for shit so then you're gonna let him write the villain for the thunderbolts we don't know who it is or what it's going to be yet but you can't have any confidence that it's going to be something pretty cool. But, um, yeah, I mean, that aside, there has been some stuff that I liked. Like, I loved Werewolf by Night. I thought that was so well done. I, I, I loved I loved the the friendship between Jack and, and Man-Thing. That was, like, so sweet and unexpected. Like, I didn't know they were going to be buddies and hang out camping in the woods. Um, the, the homage to all the classic horror stuff was fucking awesome. The yeah. werewolf looked great. Like I said on Twitter, from the time that he transforms into the werewolf to the end of the end of the uh, special presentation was just like a, a complete highlight reel of how to do old school horror. Like him, even just like the the way that they had him move and jump around was so awesome and such a such a flash or throwback to all those great things. So I, I did like that. I liked the majority of the stuff in She Hulk. Um, so I you know I enjoyed that week to week. So it's not like it's a whole lost cause. Uh, and I am, like I just said, lo- really looking forward to Black Panther or Wakanda forever. Um, but yeah, look, it's looking down the road at, at some things. It's outside of Quantumania next year. I don't know what I'm supposed to be looking forward to. I mean, I'm, I'm Black Panther comes out like in what, two weeks from now? It comes out on the 9th here. What is the 9th? Mm. Oh, like fucking two weeks from now. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm excited for that. I think that's that's the phase for movie I've been looking forward to the most ever since you told me about Namor like fucking a year ago. Ever since you told me that they were doing fucking Namor, that 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 made me super hyped. Um, as far as Werewolf by Night, I thought it was cool too. Um, I wish we got more Werewolf. We got yeah. more stuff. I wish, I kind of wish it was in color because I want to see the blood. I mean. The, it's, <laughs> The the CGI black blood just doesn't cut it for me. Um, yeah. I wish also in 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 that sort of story, he was out there to actually fucking kill everyone, as opposed to like rescuing his friend. I wish he was sort of like that kind of like a bastard. Like I'm gonna fucking kill every one of you. You guys hunt monsters. You got my friend kidnapped. I'm gonna fucking destroy you for this. I wish I wish that was sort of the premise. But again, Gal Garcia Bernal really really fucking cool. Man thing was so he burned someone. Yeah. Right. Couple people, including yeah. uh, including um, Ulysses Bloodstone's new wife. He just completely incinerated her and then then tossed her across the room, her corpse across the room into the coffin. So the fact that 
the Marvel still has this commitment in sort of doing shit like that because it's not explained how he burns them. But if you fucking yeah. read the comics, you know, you know that if you're fucking scared of him, he can fucking burn you. Yeah. Um, but I like how that's just there. It's the same yep. how, you know, fucking five years ago or six years ago, seven years ago when they did fucking Age of Ultron and like um, did all the vision powers. He just passes through walls. He fucking right. becomes heavy for no goddamn reason. And it fucking, it's, it's, it's delightful. And what if when I did a lot of that, um, as for She-Hulk, I like She-Hulk. I didn't like the ending. I thought the ending was sort of like a cop out as far as, you know, that whole thing with Kevin was cool. And how they sort of planned how the ending should turn out. But then it just skips past that and just goes to the end where they all get arrested. I'm kind of like, oh man, it would have been great if we actually got the actual ending. Imagine sort of like a rewind, you know, once Jen walks out of Kevin's office and then the whole thing rewinds back to the start of the, the cabin thing. Yeah. I would have loved that. Um, but, you know, Daredevil was super cool. Him doing stunts was pretty cool. His mask still looks like shit. Um... I wonder if they're gonna change his mask for Born Again. Um, it'd be crazy if they if, if they do not even change the mask at all. It's 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 just so bad. It's it's such a poorly fitting fit, fitted mask for him, and it's it's nuts. But seeing seeing him do like a little bit of Billy Club action was super fucking cool. Yeah. Um, I hate in retrospect. I was hyped when I saw the Wrecking Crew in the in the, in the trailer. I was hyped when you told me about the Wrecking Crew like a year ago. Mm-hmm. In it's kind of like. I wish that wasn't the Wrecking Crew. Yeah, it was a waste. I feel like, no offense to any of the performers involved, but I feel like you could probably get a, 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 some bigger names to play the Wrecking Crew. You know what I mean? Like maybe some WWE wrestlers there. I feel like you could you could just do like a cooler version of the Wrecking Crew, better than the than the actual fucking show because that just wasn't good enough. Um, but yeah, I mean, going back to the Thunderbolts thing, I was thinking about, you know, you were wondering who the bad guy was going to be. I like to think that it's going to be like a version of Secret War. Some, something Latverian related, something mm-hmm. sort of covert ops in that way. I mean, that is sort of the premise in, in sort of getting a super soldier stealth spy lineup. I have to imagine it's going to be something like that. Um, but I mean... Do they fight a Doom bot? Like, I, do, do they fight Doom? I mean, if they if they were gonna do Secret Wars, I I saw on Reddit that Lucia von Bardas was in fucking Black Panther. Um, no. Oh, so she's not. So there's still definitely room for bringing that character in sort of a Secret War adaptation. Um, I've long want, I've, I've I've been wanting to see that for quite some time. I mean, it's it's super easy to do in the MCU. Mm-hmm. It's so I just there was just a rumor out in the last couple of days that they were looking at doing something. Like a Secret War, Fury Secret War series. Oh, for you? I even remember where I saw it, but I saw it and I was like, oh man, I wish. I wish they would do something that fucking cool. I mean, it's Eric Pearson, so who knows what we're going to get. <laughs> I, and it, yeah, it wasn't associated with with Thunderbolts. It was a completely, like it was going to be okay. a, a series. Hmm. So I, I, don't, I don't know how they're going to, like, why does, why, why does Val even exist at this point? I have no idea. You're bringing back Thunderbolt Ross. I, I uh, going back to the Thunderbolts thing. I would, I would, I would, I would like to imagine that they they brought in JLD because they knew William Hurt was sick and then that he wasn't going to be around for long, and maybe they were going to retire Ross. But uh, I have no clue. So I don't know what's going to fuck. What the fuck's going to happen? Yeah, it's not. <clears throat> I have no idea what Val's that role is so could have been so cool and it just ends up being such like a like it was it when it first happened I remember thinking like and not knowing what was coming like hey guys this is a huge deal this is the equivalent of that Nick Fury in Iron Man post credit scene and it right. just hasn't hasn't really worked out and maybe maybe it will we just haven't seen it yet no, she's in Black Panther, um, not very much. So when when do we see her again between now and uh, and Thunderbolts? I have no idea, but yeah, it's going to be. It, it's a little frustrating to see them take that that kind of character and do that. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I think this episode is just going to be us like ranting about complaining like old men. <laughs> How grumpy we, we've, we've become over the MCU. But um, one thing we aren't grumpy about, I, I hope you're not, is the fucking uh, holiday special trailer. I like the yeah the idea that they're just, they just just want to kidnap, kidnap Kevin Bacon. It's funny because it reminds me of like that part of it reminds me of like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, right? Like when Eddie, when cousin Eddie goes off to, to get uh, Clark's boss, that that's in there. Um, I, I'd have to watch it again, but there were like a couple different, felt like there were a couple different inspirations there. But yeah, that, that, that kind of thing looks like it's funny. It looks like it, even if it does introduce some new characters or whatever, it doesn't seem like it's really going to matter. And it's, appropriate for that group of characters because we know how close-knit they are right and that and that like if you let fucking drax and mantis choose to do something the way that they've been characterized in the mcu this is exactly the kind of stupid shit that they're gonna do yeah and like for once again going back to the 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 the, us complaining we've always hated drax in the mcu right but if we're gonna see him try to kidnap kevin bacon you know what all right i can't i can't say no to that um right it reminds me of celtic pride like, just the idea that they're kidnapping this dude. <laughs> it, it just sounds so fucking funny. It, the trailer sound... The trailer's done really well. Um, yeah. And... I mean, there, there's that rumor that they're going to do more, like, more, you know, um, uh, what do you call this? Uh, one-offs. And I feel like having something as popular as Guardians of the Galaxy will be, like, the, the, the litmus test for the general audience. Because I don't think... Like, has the numbers for World by Night came out? Have they come out? I, if they have, I haven't seen them. That that's the kind of thing that Joe keeps track of for us. And right, and um, I I wonder if people actually tune into that because there was no marketing for it at all. Uh, I imagine that they're gonna do a bit of push for for this one for yeah for the holiday special because it's the Guardians. They want to spend money on that. Um, but yeah, I mean, just Drax and Mantis doing dumb shit. I mean, they're. they're that's all. That's all they've been relegated to in the MCU doing mm-hmm. dumb shit. It kind of sucks because Drax is Drax should have fought Thanos. Yeah. Um, but you know, I guess they'll take him kidnapping Kevin Bacon. I love. I love that they do bring Kevin Bacon into it after the joke in the. Oh, in yeah, the yeah. Movie, right, like that's great. Um, everyone loves Kevin Bacon. He's gonna be. He should have a lot of fun doing it. Uh, yeah. No, I'm looking forward to that. We're less than a month away from that, so. That's crazy too. Like it's it's fucking it's so close. I'm surprised how how close is how close it is. Yeah, it's been Christmas. Yeah, I know Caleb. Our buddy Caleb had it nailed. He said that he was going to be that week, and he was on it. Right, good for Caleb. I mean, he's always good with that stuff. All right. What about the um, what do you think of the Quantumania trailer? <clears throat> I I thought it looked awesome, and I think. So I talked to, uh, I, I can't name names, unfortunately. If I could name one of them, I think people would be really excited. But I talked to two people who I know know and who have seen at least screenings of the movie. Um, and I've heard that it is, I think, described to me as the best script of Phase 4. Um, oh. By far the best movie in Phase 4. And a lot of that praise gets heaped on Jonathan Majors for, and this 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 looks like it's like the actual Kang the Conqueror version of the character, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if you watch the trailer, uh, and I'm not, I don't think this is spoiler. I literally think it's just from watching the trailer, you get the idea that this dude is is the dangerous one that he who remains was was sort of warning about in Loki, right? <laughs> that this is this is that variant. And um, I think people who have slept on the Ant-Man movies, which is a lot of people, like you and I love them, but a lot of people hate them and they don't like Peyton Reed and they, they think that those movies suck. I think that people are gonna that have slept on that are going to be shocked at how big this is. And if you think back to like 2019, that was one of the most consistent things you and I have heard about this movie was that it was going to be a big movie. And now when you actually see what it is, it's fucking insane. Like, it's not just some nice little wrap up to uh, a phase. It is literally the ramp up 
to the next Avengers movie. It is, yeah. So um, it, it's it's huge, and the trailer looks fucking awesome. I thought the fucking thing in his his in his eyes were pretty cool, like the scars. Yeah. I, I wasn't expecting for that to be actual scars. I wonder what the reasoning is for that. Um, because it could have been easily like part of the the visor guys, the blue visor guys. Right. Anyway, the the costume looks straight out of the every good fan art of Majors as Kang. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I think you're getting in this movie, and and you'll get it again in Kang Dynasty. You're getting a script from a guy who's a comic book junkie. In Jeff Loveness, and who is a comic book writer as well, right? So you're getting a guy who's going to, yes, they're going to take some liberties. Yes, they're going to like make Darren Cross Modoc, but that's that's probably not even his choice. But in in times where Loveness gets to make his decisions, you're going to get some comic book shit because that's a that's a guy who knows his comic books. I mean the the concept of, of Quantumania alone, of the quantum realm, a, a, an entire movie set in that sort of place, that's as fucking comic book as you can get. I mean, give me a fucking break. That's like so, that's so nerdy. And when you watch the trailer, it looks kind of trippy. Like there's mm-hmm. this scene of, like Scott, like watching a version of himself turning into spaghetti. Yeah. Like, While the other versions of himself are running around in front of him, there's like 20 Ant-Man in that scene. It's nuts. I mean, I hope we see like some version of like a, because because Hank Pym had so many Ant Man costumes, yeah. I hope we see some of them that yeah. aren't like like sort of multiversal Ant Mans. That sounds pretty fun. But it, I, the the trailer is pretty good. Um, I hate Evangeline, Evangeline Lilly's haircut. It's so crazy <laughs> how they signed off on that. It's such a character. stop before haircut. It, it's it, it's it's so it's so nuts. Um, is that scene where like is, is that the thirty first century? In, in those shots where it's clearly like this super futuristic world, that isn't in the quantum realm, is it? Uh, it's Chronopolis, as far as I can tell. I don't know where it's set, though, because he, he's he been stuck in the quantum realm that whole time that Kang has. He, like, builds his empire there. Oh, okay. So, like, you know what? Talking about that and seeing, like, a leak about what the, what the premise is, the idea that... The last Ant Man film still involves a heist. It's pretty cool. It starts with the heist and ends with heist. Yeah. Like, like, you know, Hank Pym says, you know, I, I need you to steal some shit from me. And now yeah. King's asking, yo, I need to I need you to steal some shit from me. And all Scott wants to do is stop stealing shit. Right. I, I kinda like how it's kind it's come full circle. And it, it's such a in such a grand scale. Um but yeah, it, it's such a it's very promising. I, I it's not I feel like Black Panther who still takes the cake from me as far as my most anticipated like sequel mm-hmm. for, for 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 any of the Avengers characters, but man, I really want to see how I want to see how Kang fights. Like you know, when you watch Earth's Mightiest Heroes, him fighting isn't particularly spectacular. It's kind of like standard yeah lasers and like you know tech and whatnot. I wonder how that's gonna work in the movie. Well, in that clip they showed us at D23, when Scott gets shitty with him, he just basically sticks him to a wall and holds him there, and there's nothing Scott can do. Like a, like a blue wall or, or like what kind of wall? Like the wall, in, like when you're in that conversation they're having in the trailer, in that room, whatever room they're in, Kang just, Scott gets shitty with him, and Kang just, without even touching him, like pins him up against the wall, and he can't move. He's just crushed up against the wall. Oh, like sort of a telekinesis? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I don't know if it's if it's telekinesis or just tech, whatever he does, but he just fucking and that's that's one of the downsides. I was trying to explain this the other day. Someone said, Is that shot the same is that for the same trailer? Is that shot from that trailer? I was like, dude, I don't know. When the trailer comes out, I'm sitting there texting the whole fucking time and I miss every I miss every five seconds of it. Like I don't see everything. Right. Because as cool as D twenty three was, that's one of the things that's really opened my eyes to covering stuff like that because I've never covered a con before. It was how much shit you miss because you're trying to be on your phone and cover stuff and you couldn't just right. like it's take it in and enjoy it. It's not fun. No. But it's I mean, also the way you get to see that stuff. I mean, none of this is fun for us anymore. <laughs> none of this is fun anymore. Uh, it's so much work. It's so, it's so fucking tiring. Um, sometimes I wonder like, oh my God, I wish we could just be like 
you know how how we were back in 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 MCU Exchange when we were yeah. starting. We yeah. were just fans. It wasn't work. We were just no. Fans. It was fun. Now I wake up. I, and I get to I get to school every morning an hour early so that I can write and edit stuff before I start my real job. <laughs> right. It's not. It's just not the same anymore. But I mean, hopefully, when you watch uh, fucking Quantumania, we we get that feeling of like, man, this is pretty fucking cool. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I am still. I guess if like in my head, if all I had going on was this this train that I that I know runs from Quantumania um to Kang Dynasty to Secret Wars. I think if if I just focus on that, I'm pretty excited still. Oh, and Loki 2 in, in there as well, because I did really like Loki and, and Loki 2 is going to be pretty cool. Um I think if that, that was because I it's getting into the stuff that I like, right? It's getting into right. some of the some of those kinds of things that I like. And I'm a little nervous about Fantastic Four, although I am starting to think more positively about it. Um, in terms of maybe seeing like the Council of Reeds and seeing the bridge and stuff like that. I'm with a rumor that Doom's not the villain of Fantastic Four. I just think that it should be Jonathan Majors again. You think it's going to be Jonathan Majors? I think it should be. Just do like, do a different one of them. Do Scarlet Centurion or do like um, Ramatut or Immortus. Just do a completely different version and let it be like a goofy Fantastic Four thing. Because it's going to be Fantastic Four is going to have something to do with the multiverse. They're not just going to fight Mole Man, right? Like there's going to be something going on. Yeah, and that honestly kind of bums me out. Um, I, I do want them to sort of scale down for the Fantastic Four. I mean, it, it, they're clearly not. They clearly, it's clearly going to tie into whatever they're planning for Secret Wars and Kang Dynasty. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish it was just like Mole Man or Wizard. Or oh yeah. I- that's my that's my fucking dream one is like that they fight El Diablo, right? It's like some shit like that, but it's clearly going to be something big. <laughs> and I mean, I guess the the the, the Ramatut stuff sounds fun. You can you can do sort of like a time travel thing where they go to the pyramids. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, but and they can bounce around, and you can see Blackbeard Ben Grimm while they're traveling through time. I mean, if they were if they were going to do that, I wouldn't complain. No, like. Half the people in the world have no idea who, more than that, 80% of the people in the world don't know why I just said Blackbeard Ben Grimm. They have no idea. That sounds like the greatest fucking thing. I mean, the idea of, of another, like, Kang doesn't sound fun, but if you make him sort of like a Ramatut character, they, they encounter during one of the, the adventures, I guess that sounds fun. Um... Either that or you make it, like, you go full on Council of Reeds, and, and we, we I just talked about this again on Twitter the other day, then you have the maker be the be the villain you have the the evil alternate reed working against them somehow but even then like that's not a fulfilling movie if it's just read against read right it's not it's not a fulfilling first movie that's like a fucking last movie yeah the enemy's literally yourself it's sort of a meta play on like you know how the villains are always like mirrors of the characters well here's, right. an, here's an actual fucking mirror of the character and he's but it's also reed's reality right like he he is the the genius, the foremost genius in the world, but he's always in his own fucking way. Like, it's the 100% why the maker is such a great comic book character. Right. And, I mean, going back to the villain thing, I mean, I feel like you do have to scale it back down. They're never going to do what I, want, what I want. The Council of Reeds thing as the first thing, it's just like, I kind of don't want that. It's like, that doesn't sound fun. I mean, it, it is fun conceptually. And again, these are things I want to see in the second or third movie. Yeah. The first movie, give me fucking Psycho Man. (laughs) The thought, I just read about it the other day, dude. The thought of Psycho Man walking around holding a box that controls with dials on it that controls emotions. Yeah. (laughs) You got to have that. I mean, you got to have that. I mean, I guess it's also a matter of where they get their powers. Is it going to be like the quantum realm or the negative zone or the cosmic rays? You know how much I hate the idea of it being the quantum realm. It's the laziest fucking writing ever. Let's just make everything happen in the quantum realm. Nope. I mean, some have said that Peyton Reed is doing a sort of fantastic for a movie that he never got to do in in, in this one. Yeah. In He's clearly aping some of the stuff he wanted to do with his... 60s Fantastic Four pitch that mm-hmm. never got made. Um, but yeah, I mean, 
what about Annihilus as the first villain? It's uh, that's so huge though, because it's not gonna be the annihilation wave. It's just gonna be like it's this 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 alien guy with an army, this bug guy. If it's army. just them, if it's just them in the negative zone dealing with Annihilus, that's pretty cool. But like yeah. they they sure better fucking follow up with the annihilation wave. And this is one of the reasons I'm so terrified now that like, we heard that Nova might be a, a special presentation, right? Just a, a short introduction to the character. And for some reason, and I don't know, I don't know anything at all, but for some reason, as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, they're doing Sam Alexander. Like, I don't know that you can have both Richard Rider and Sam Alexander if you just want to introduce the character through a 45-minute long right. feature, right? So now I'm terrified that, like, Richard Ryder, who to me is their so if, if in, in my head I think about who are their greatest cosmic heroes. One was Marvel. They decided to totally skip Marvel as a hero, right? Like we just got Marvel in Captain Marvel for how much screen time? Ten minutes? Five. Fifth whatever. So they totally skip over Marvel. And she's not she's not even a hero. She, she's a scientist. She's not a right. hero. They totally wipe Marvel out of the out of the cosmic hero realm. And then the next greatest one is probably Richard Ryder who saved the entire galaxy from multiple huge cosmic events. And if they skip over him to get to a fucking legacy character again, which is exactly what they did in Captain Marvel, they skipped Marvel so they could jump to Carol. And if they skip Richard to jump to Sam, you just miss out on, like, this is, again, it's going back to comics, like that, that, that Abnett landing run on Nova and Guardians and Annihilation is some of the best stuff that they've ever written. And so I, I can only hope that they actually focus in on that and do that stuff. And who knows? You know, I guess we'll I guess we'll see. But I, I just got a terrible feeling that they were jumping straight over Richard Ryder and going to Sam Alexander, who is not a great cosmic hero and who so far is really mostly just a whiny bitch. He's like the Luke Skywalker of Marvel Comics. I hate to break it to you, but a lot of the folks at Marvel Studios don't read comics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As we've uh, heard uh, over the course of the past few years. Right. A lot, a lot of them just skim pages and like look at Wikipedia stuff. And yeah, pretty much how they roll. I'm sure there are people in there who are well versed in comics. Mm-hmm. But I think the parliament as far as like, I mean, they, they make good movies. I mean, that's their job. To right. make sure this movie ends up good and fucking it's on time. Uh, you know, not over budget. You know, everything works. Everyone's happy. The crew's happy. The, the staff is happy, which they do a, an amazing, phenomenal job. But when you hear, like, you know, a producer talking about the comics, they probably just, like, saw it in an encyclopedia. Yeah. yeah it's it's yeah. cool. I mean, the, the movies are fine. Um, The movies are great. Uh, they, they make so much money. They make more money than we'll ever make. Um, yeah. But as far as, like, having that connection to, you know, Psycho Man... I'm pretty sure none of, none of those guys care about Psycho Man. It's, there's a possibility that they don't know who Who's he like, is. Yeah. I mean, I forgot who said it once, but Kevin Feige apparently did not know about a major character until recently. He had no, had no clue this major character existed until someone told him about it recently. Yeah. I, I wonder who that is, who the character is. But yeah, I mean, Quantumania is pretty cool. What else did you miss over the past fucking three months i've been enjoying andor a lot it's oh andor's pretty andor's amazing i watched the i watched the screeners we got nine and ten i regret watching them i haven't watched them i don't watch them fucking don't watch them you will regret watching them because you'll have to wait for two more weeks (laughs) but i'll be able to get my reviews done without having to wake up at 4 30 in the morning it's so Oh God, this this show is incredible. I I mean, this show is so next level. It's the best deep plus show that they've done. Joao just told me, he asked me, he's like, have you watched the screeners yet? And I said, no, I haven't had time because I'm watching Willow. Um, and he's like, oh my God. And that's all he said. And, I, and we can't talk about it because there's, there's no information given on embargoes or anything. But yeah, the fact that... Um, he was so because he, he's loved Andor all along, and he's a huge Star Wars guy. Like that's that's where he and I connected in the first place. But just in general, like what we've seen from Andor is fucking amazing. Like you you have to you have to now give Tony Gilroy some of that same respect that we've been giving Favreau and Filoni, right? Because oh, people won't. 
because he doesn't give a fuck about Star Wars, and that's why the show is so good. Yeah, no, it's like, but what's amazing is, once again, people people are, are very close minded. So we we know how how Diego Luna's Andor's character arc ends, right? Right. And so people will go like, well, this is stupid. It's a prequel. There's no there's no stakes or whatever because we know he dies. But not for eternity, people aren't going to have seen Rogue One first. Like my right. son, who's eight months old, when he grows up and wants to start watching this stuff, he can watch Andor before he watches Rogue One, right? And, and people don't think about shit like that because they just like to bitch. But he has made such an intriguing show and like each little three episode arc has so much cool stuff going on. And, and, and you see like how, like in this, just in episode eight, all this stuff or seven and eight, I guess all the stuff that's happened to Andor, how is that shaping him into who he's going to be when you see him in Rogue One? Right. Because for sure him getting shut in this fucking prison is going to have an impact on who he becomes. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I love, I love more than anything that it's dealing with this idea of like the empire's response to this, uh, to that Aldani heist, that that Aldani heist now becomes a huge part of the fucking rebellion. Like when you think about the big picture of Star Wars, that Aldani heist has to get talked about in the same sense as those spies stealing the plans for the Death Star, as the Death Star getting blown up. Right? It's it's a huge landmark in the rebellion. I mean that whole thing with his mom, right? It's it's very ironic how, you know, Cassian was in the middle of the heist. People died. Um, it was fucking nerve wracking. It was this crazy heist that you know his mom doesn't even know he's involved with. Right. But for the mom, when she hears it on the radio, she's kind of like, "Oh, this is it. Things are gonna change." Yeah. And for her, it was like, dude, it was for money. I hated doing that. I killed people there. Yeah. But for people, it's kind of like for the for the for the larger, I guess, rebellion in Star Wars. It's this big inspirational thing, and mm-hmm. it's so good. Speaking of the the the, the three arc structure, I want to talk about how amazing this pacing is. The pacing in this is, it's, it's funny because nothing happens week to week. Like, I mean, stuff happens. A lot of character stuff happens, but as far as the plot moving forward, it's not always plot heavy. It's 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 just all these characters talking, but the show just the the show does an incredible job of keeping you engrossed in it. I can't remember which episode. I remember writing the review, but I I got so much shit going on. I got I don't know if it was four or five, but when I watched it, I was like, dude, this is fucking classic. Nothing's going on, but it's like it's the it's the episode that I compared it to Predator and Fellowship of the Rings. Because if they didn't, if the characters didn't have that episode, the eventual heist would have never been as cool as it was. Yeah. It was the one. It was the one where they talked about uh, the 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 axe and the tree metaphor. That that episode. Yeah. That episode was so good, and literally nothing happened. It's funny because we were just like laughing about how Marvel Studios doesn't read comics and they they don't give a fuck about the shit. And here we are praising Tony Gilroy, who doesn't give a give a fuck about Star Wars, but he's doing an right. amazing job doing it. It's man, the, the filmmaking is so next level. There's mm-hmm. not one ugly shot here. There's not no, one shot. It's kind of like this looks like the ugliest fucking thing ever. Everything that looks was so cool. fucking cool. The, the the prison, the the heist, the eye, the eye of the the what do you call that thing in, in, in Aldani? Aldani looks so amazing. Oh my god, yeah. Like oh my god. I kind of yeah. wish whoever's – I mean, this is like 13 episodes, right? 12 episodes? 13 episodes. 12, yeah. 12 this year and then 12 whenever the next season comes out. So that alone is kind of weird because, again, no show does 12 episodes mm-hmm. nowadays. But the fact that they're doing it – and they're doing it in a way that isn't dragging, that isn't – the fact that each arc is sort of clustered into like two to three episodes mm-hmm. is such a brilliant move. And I'm hoping – the guys making Daredevil Born Again take their key from that. Yeah. Doing clusters, three episodes as an arc, two episodes as an arc, have a one episode thing where nothing happens and they're, they're all having fun or whatever. They then do like a four four episode arc for this big thing mm-hmm. and then I feel like that's the way to go, right? It, for something like that, it's, it almost seems like it has to, right? You can... Yeah. You can the, little, the little self-contained stories 
And don't get me wrong if you're not a comic book reader, but that's how comic books work. You might have a 52, you might have a 52 issue run, but they work in small related arcs. Some of them are three, three issues. Some of them are six, but that's how they work. Hmm. I mean, I mean, that's the way to go. You got fucking 18 episodes of Daredevil. I mean, I don't if they do the Netflix thing and keep it like one 18 hour long movie, like, that sounds dreadful. That sounds oh, it would be terrible. Yeah. You could do, you could be creative with it too. Like you could do kick off with a three episode arc of something and then go to another three um, and then a six and a six, or you could do all six threes, right? You can do it in varying lengths. It, it's not, it doesn't have to be dictated, especially when you own the streaming service. Right. right. Um, but it, it definitely is something to consider when you see how effective it is. And, mm-hmm. and then I, it's, it's not like characters aren't carrying over from one arc to the other. Like we just saw in episode eight, some of the characters from the Aldani arc are now on Ferrix trying to find Cassian. Right. And there's, so there's that, that unifying thread, but it, it's pretty great. You, you, you got to fucking watch. I, I want to say you got to fucking watch nine and 10 because it is like, Oh boy. But also don't watch it because you'll be you won't have anything to watch for two weeks. Yeah. Well, I still haven't caught up on Interview with a Vampire, which I was actually really enjoying, but then I haven't watched it since episode three. Is it any good? I love it. I fucking absolutely love it. Really? I can't stop like they 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 have like you read the novels, which I read when I was in college. I read in, I read Interview with a Vampire probably three or four times, and then I read all the other Anne Rice novels. And there's so much in, in in the movie with Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise, all the idea of Louis and Lestat being lovers is completely kind of worked around in that, right? And that's just yeah. not the case in the in the novels. Like Anne Rice was not hiding that in the novels, and this just goes yeah. goes more into it, and it makes it so much more realistic and, and like based out of the novels. And it also puts the characters in a different kind of jeopardy because of the time in which they live. Right there, there are two gay men living in this in the early, whatever, South. It's like people notice, and people, you know, and people are after them, and, and not necessarily like trying to kill them, but people notice it causes them a problem. So they're vampires; they're trying to hide, but they're also two gay men who are out in public quite a bit together, and it draws attention to them. And it's it's smartly like mixed in in a way that really affects them. Right, so I think it's. That that's great that they actually went that route instead of trying to avoid it like they did in the Tom Cruise movie. But it's it also is uh, one of the things that always caught me when I read her novels was her her love for history, and she always based everything in these like really important historical periods, and that's totally captured in 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 uh, the first three episodes at least what I saw, and she has built such like a rich extended universe there. I can't wait to see when they bring in some of these other characters. So I know like the, they're tying the Mayfair, which is in, um, which comes out like in January that's, they're going to actually connect those series together. So they made a, they made a reference to the Mayfair, which is in episode one. And then in episode two, they were looking at uh, one of the paintings on Louis wall. And they, they mentioned that it was made by a guy named Marius. Who's one of the ancient vampires. So they're at least sowing the seeds to tell this huge, historical perspective on vampires, which I think is super cool. I, I hope they get the chance to do it because um, she made, she built a world. Like she didn't fuck around. She built like a huge universe. And and I think that in this time where people look forward to like those, ex, you know, connected universes, um, she already has one that's, that's there. They just have to flesh it out on the screen. Uh, is it scary? No. Oh, no, okay. it's not. It's gothic-y, I guess. No. Is it like um, Bram Stoker's Dracula? It's not scary, but it's also like, oh, it's pretty. It's pretty it's like along those lines, it's like sexy like that, I guess. You erotic. know? It's erotic. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very, it feels like gothic-y and erotic is a good word for it. Nothing scary happens, but I haven't seen I haven't seen the latest episode, which is um, 
like at the, la- the end of episode three, they find the girl in the fire, and then that's the one they turn they turn her into a vampire, and she's kind of a psycho. So I haven't seen Claudia. Yeah, it was like who she who uh, what's her name? Kristen Dunst. Kristen Dunst. Yeah, Kristen Dunst played in. Um, so they they turn her in episode four, and, and she's a fucking psycho. So I haven't seen that yet. So maybe it gets scary then. Okay. Because but it's, it's seriously like my wife was watching it, and she's she's like. What are you watching? Because it's just sex after sex after sex, and I was like, "You watch Fifty Shades of Grey once a year. Give me a fucking break." Right. Well, I kind of want to watch it. I mean, have you seen Black Adam? No. Yeah, don't watch it. It's pretty bad. <laughs> it's like fucking. It's, it's it's. You're recommending something I should watch. I'm recommending something you shouldn't watch. You should not watch. Yeah. Watch it when it watch it when it comes out on like VOD or whatever. It, it's not. It's just not a good movie. I mean, I still haven't watched Morbius despite the fact that it's free on Netflix. It's not free on Netflix, but I already pay for Netflix, so it's not an additional cost. It's it's so nuts. Um, I hate how the JSA is like a like a strike force for Amanda Waller. So dumb. I that was one of the first things that somebody told me that saw it. I was like, what the fuck? Why are they working for Waller? Why does Amanda Waller have anything to do with the JSA? JSA, and why, if you're doing the JSA, why isn't Alan Scott on the in the movie? Why the fuck is Adam Smasher in the movie? Why do they live in the X Mansion? What what is going on? It's 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 so nuts. It's it's not that good. The Brock's pretty bad. It's 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 clearly a vanity project for him. Yeah, Uh, I mean, there's there's a reason why on social media he keeps talking about the audience score because that's all he can talk about. Is the I didn't I haven't checked, but it was in the forties last time I saw the critic score. He's just raving about the audience score, like that's the most important thing. And it, maybe maybe it is for him, but it's a shitty movie. Um, no, I and I don't know that I'll get a chance to see it. Unfortunately, I do wanna I do kind of want to see it. It's not like Morbius where I just know I'm never gonna watch it. Like I do want to see it because I I do like The Rock and I've enjoyed all of his shit. Um, even though I have a feeling I'm gonna be disappointed, I just don't know when. I'm going to get a chance because I'm going to have to even finagle some shit just to go see, I'm going to have to leave work early to go see Black Panther with our schedule the way it is. So, I mean, Superman looks cool in it. He's got the curl. It's pretty much He's it. He's in it. Oh my God. He's pretty cool in it. Um, speaking of DC, we got to talk about James Gunn. James Gunn being the head of DC. Well, it, James Gunn being the head of DC, someone asked me, how do I feel about it? As in, and, and you said, oh, no, it wasn't you. Somebody else said, said it. No, it doesn't matter. But somebody said, how do I feel about it? And I said, I really don't care. Because at this point, DC has, has I've gotten so far away from being like excited about upcoming DC stuff that I'm, I think he'll do fine. The guy, his problem isn't telling stories. He's a great storyteller. Yeah. The problem that we have with him is is the changes that he's made to some some of these characters, right? So he's gonna he's gonna tell great stories. He's gonna ensure that other great stories are told. But that seems so far away to me right now, right? Like I don't know how how long it's gonna be before a James Gunn executive produced movie or whatever his title's gonna be there. You know, like when you go to an MC, MCU movie now, you see like a Kevin Feige film, right? You're gonna see that for DC. It's gonna see a James Gunn film. When's it going to be before we see one of those? 2025? Maybe. You know, I don't know. And in the meantime, what do I have to look forward to? Aquaman 2. I didn't like Aquaman. The Flash. Is that even going to fucking come out? I almost, I don't know. Like you hear something different every week. All the Batman shit. One of the Q&A questions the other day was like, what do you want to see in, uh, or yesterday? What do you hope to see in the Batman 2? And I think I said something like, I hope not to see Batman 2. I don't give a fuck about that universe. That movie sucked. Like I, I went and watched it, and I've never thought about it a second since I saw it. That movie was terrible. On. It wasn't that bad. I have, I have absolutely no desire to ever watch another project set in that universe. The, the Reeves verse. Yeah. You're definitely gonna watch the fucking animated show. When it comes to Netflix, they can't, didn't they cancel it or move it to a different service or something? Yeah, I think Netflix or like Apple Plus is getting it. They're so fucked up. Like, I just want them to have... Uh, how long ago were we getting a Nightwing movie by the by the one guy who was so excited to write the Nightwing movie and it never fucking happened? 2014, 15? I don't even remember. I can't think of the dude's name who was supposed to do it. I think Gunn 
for all the stuff he does with Yondu and like you know he changes stuff. I think for the DC stuff, it's gonna be fundamentally like the way it should be. Yeah. Uh, props to like Alan Scott, the characters like that. Um, he's probably even he's probably even gonna green light a fucking booster gold or like sort of blue be- blue. Is there like yeah, a- blue beetle? That movie's still coming out. Isn't there a so, isn't, isn't there a booster gold thing happening? I don't. They there's was rumors about it. Yeah, but go for it. Like those are the kind of things that'll be fun. And Animal Man, and fucking yeah. Animal Man, yeah. Do an Animal Man and Swamp Thing fucking team up film. It'll be great. Make 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 an Animal Man movie that's like Slither, some shit like that. One of my favorite movies that I rewatched more than pretty much anything that's not Marvel, Star Wars, or Indiana Jones is James Gunn's Super. I love that movie mm-hmm. with Rain Wilson. That movie is so good. And uh, like I said, the guy's never had a, a struggle in telling good stories. Yeah, he's a good, he's a, he's a good storyteller, yeah. Yep, he's, he just, his, his changes to the Marvel stuff turned me off to that. But that Guardians of the Galaxy is a great movie. It's a fucking fantastic story. I just don't like Ronan and, Dra- and Drax and all the changes they made, right? But the, the movie itself is fantastic. Yeah, and Suicide Squad is fucking amazing. Suicide so Squad is my favorite DC movie in the past forever. I love that movie. It's so watchable. It's like the Ant-Man of the, that universe for me. You can just put it in the yep. background and laugh at whatever's happening on screen. Yep. Well, it's, it's fucking... So like, Polka Dot Man is great. You put Idris Elba in anything, I'm fucking watching it. Uh, Peacemaker's great. great. Yep. Looks kind of cheap, but it's great. No, I enjoyed the shit out of that. People get mad about the dancing opening, right? Like, who cares? That that show is awesome. Dude, you got you got fucking Robert Patrick to dance. (laughs) I think that alone deserves like a thing, like a fucking two minute sort of thing. No, I'm I'm this is a great gig for Gunn, and people he's so so he's super creative, super passionate, right? What else What else do you want? I just had this conversation about Ryan Coogler maybe directing Secret Wars, which I think would be awesome. And somebody on Twitter actually made a great point that if Coogler's not writing it, he probably isn't going to direct it, which is probably true. But I, I'm fine with that because I would rather have a guy with Coogler's passion and creativity continue to build out the world that he's building for Marvel, like what he's doing with with Wakanda and Talakan and Ironheart is a, is produced by Coogler, right? Like he's developing that. Let him do that stuff. If that's, if that's where his passion lies, even though I think he'd kill secret wars because those guys are not, they don't just come along all the time, you yeah. know? So yeah. with that in mind, I can see why they wanted gun to be the cosmic guru at, back in the day. I'm glad it didn't happen because I couldn't imagine, like, if if Nova was just a guy that, like, changed in, engines in a fucking uh, mechanics garage on some shit planet, right? Like, that's probably what he would be. But, you know, he's he's got a passion for the characters. He tells great stories. Would you be surprised if he ends up, since he's in charge now, like, just putting himself in, in charge of the new Superman movie? I don't think he'd do that. Um, I wish he would, because I'd like to see it. I mean, he fucking did Brightburn, right? Yeah, that's that, that's his Superman movie. Like, I don't want his Superman movie. I mean, he, he probably has a good understanding of what makes Superman Superman, but I think Gunn works best when he's when he's handling assholes. Mm-hmm. Suicide Squad is like the best proof of that. You got these assholes who are lovable, and it's the same with the Guardians. They're all assholes, but you like them. With Superman, he can't be an asshole you like. He has to be someone you like. Yeah. So. I kind of don't want to see Gunn in that. Yeah, I don't even know outside of the characters he's handling. I wouldn't even know who that character is in DC. Well, I guess I guess I would. What's the fucking... Uh... Oh my God, why can't I think of him? The one Green Lantern who's just a dick. Oh, Guy Gardner? Yeah. Yeah, he could do he could do that one. <laughs> yeah, well, they're, they're, they're fucking scrapping that thing, though. They announced it this week. Yeah. Then they're they're just... Just... And they're focusing on my favorite Green Lantern, but I'm still yeah. bummed at that. That that series didn't get to happen because that series sounded pretty fun. I mean, John Stewart is the right choice. He's always going to be the right choice. So you're introducing a Green Lantern for the modern world. It's fucking John yeah. Stewart. Yeah. Um, but Guy Gardner and Alan Scott, I feel like they deserve a shot, even even if even if if it's to see Batman sock Guy Gardner in the face. <laughs> yes. That Just to get to- a fucking right hook. 
you, you, that has to happen just, just for that scene alone. Because he's get, an asshole. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, good news for DC all in all. Finally, I mean, Zaslav is still running Warner Brothers, so who knows how that's gonna, how long this is gonna last? But it's the best news DC has gotten all year. Yeah, in a long, long time. A long time, even yeah, but yeah. Oh, is that it? Is, is that is that all we have left to talk about? I think we're probably gonna. That's gonna be it because a small human just returned home and is gonna start making a lot of noise. Okay. He just doesn't know how to be quiet these days. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that'll do it. Um, first time in, in several months, three months now that we were able to sit down and talk. We got almost an hour put together, so that's pretty good. Uh, we thank you guys for joining us. I hesitate to say that we'll talk to you again soon because who knows what life will we bring our way. <laughs> we but, but the holiday season is coming up here, so there's an opportunity for us to uh, – in, in November and again in December to get together more than once. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, but we, we thank you guys for tuning in and listening. And uh, we'll talk to you again at some point in the next year for sure. Bye, guys. Bye.